Shalom and welcome back to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read through the entire Bible every year and we follow the weekly Torah portions so that every day we read a portion from the Torah, a portion from the prophets, from the writings and from the apostles or the New Testament. I'm Harriet and I will be reading for you today, this Monday the 2nd of October or the 17th of Tishrei on the Hebrew calendar. We are in the last parasha of the Bible reading cycle for the year, and it is called Sukkot, or Tabernacles, and we are in the third day of Sukkot today. We have special readings in the Torah um, because of Sukkot, of the Feast, or Tabernacles, and we will start with Deuteronomy, or Dvarim, Chapter 14, verse 22 through verse 29. But before that, let's bless the Lord and thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. So let's start in Deuteronomy, or Dvarim, chapter 14. You shall surely tithe all the increase of your seed, that which comes out of the field year by year. You shall eat before the Lord your God, in the place which he chooses to cause his name to dwell, the tithe of your grain, of your new wine, and of your oil, and the firstborn of your herd, and of your flock, that you may learn to fear the Lord your God always. If the way is too long for you, so that you are not able to carry it, because the place which the Lord your God shall choose to set his name there is too far from you, when the Lord your God blesses you, then you shall turn it into money, bind up the money in your hand, and shall go to the place which the Lord your God shall choose. You shall trade the money for whatever your soul desires, for cattle, or for sheep, or for wine, or for strong drink, or for whatever your soul asks of you. You shall eat there before the Lord your God, and you shall rejoice, you and your household. You shall not forsake the Levite who is within your gates, for he has no portion nor inheritance with you. At the end of every three years you shall bring all the tithe of your increase in the same year and shall store it within your gates. The Levite, because he has no portion nor inheritance with you, as well as the foreigner living among you, the fatherless and the widow who are within your gates, shall come and shall eat and be satisfied that the Lord your God may bless you in all the work of your hand which you do. That was Deuteronomy 14, 22 through 29. Now we have a second portion from the Torah. This week's reading and it is from Numbers 29, 17 through 22. On the second day you shall offer twelve young bulls, two rams, 
and fourteen male lambs a year old, without blemish, and their grain offering, and their drink offerings for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs, according to their number, after the ordinance, and one male goat for a sin offering, in addition to the continual burnt offering, with its grain offering, and their drink offerings. On the third day, eleven bulls, two rams, fourteen male lambs a year old, without blemish, and their grain offering, and their drink offerings for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs, according to their number, after the ordinance, and one male goat for a sin offering, in addition to the continual burnt offering, and its grain offering, and its drink offering. That was Numbers twenty nine seventeen through 22. Now we have a portion from the prophets, and we will read from the prophet Zechariah, or Zechariah, chapter 13. In that day there will be a fountain opened to the house of David, and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem, for sin and for uncleanness. It will come to pass in that day, says the Lord Tva'ot, that I will cut off the names of the idols out of the land, and they will be remembered no more. I will also cause the prophets and the spirit of impurity to pass out of the land. It will happen that, when anyone still prophesies, then his father and his mother who bore him will tell him, You must die, because you speak lies in the name of the Lord. And his father and his mother who bore him will stab him when he prophesies. It will happen in that day that the prophets will each be ashamed of his vision when he prophesies, neither will they wear any hairy mantle to deceive, but he will say, I am no prophet, I am a tiller of the ground, for I have been made a bondservant from my youth. One will say to him, What are these wounds between your arms? Then he will answer, Those with which I was wounded in the house of my friends. Awake, sword, against my shepherd and against the man who is close to me, says the Lord Tva'ot. Strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered, and I will turn my hand against the little ones. It shall happen that in all the land, says the Lord, two parts in it will be cut off and die, but the third will be left in it. I will bring the third part into the fire and will refine them as silver is refined and will test them like gold is tested. They will call on my name, and I will hear them. I will say, It is my people. And they will say, The Lord is my God. That was Zechariah chapter 13. And now our, prophet, uh, our portion from the writings. We are reading from Second Chronicles or Divrei Hayamim Bet, chapter 33 today. And we are almost done with all these last books that we are reading through this year, this cycle, in the scriptures. So now, Second Chronicles, chapter 33. Manasseh was 12 years old when he began to reign, 
and he reigned fifty-five years in Yerushalayim. He did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord, after the abominations of the nations whom the Lord cast out before the sons of Israel. For he built again the high places, which his Giahus his father had broken down, and he raised up altars for the Baals, made Asherot, and worshipped all the hosts of heaven, and served them. He built altars in the house of the Lord, of which the Lord said, My name shall be in Jerusalem forever. He built altars for all the host of heaven in the two courts of the house of the Lord. He also made his children to pass through the fire in the valley of the son of Hinnom. And he practiced sorcery, used divination, practiced witchcraft, and dealt with those who had familiar spirits and with wizards. He did much evil in the sight of the Lord to provoke him to anger. He set the engraved image of the idol which he had made in the house of God, of which God said to David and to Shlomo his son, In this house and in Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel, I will put my name forever. And I will no more remove the foot of Israel from the land which I have appointed for your fathers if only they will observe to do all that I have commanded them, all the Torah, the statutes, and the ordinances given by Moshe. Manasseh seduced Yehuda and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, so that they did more evil than did the nations whom the Lord destroyed before the sons of Israel. The Lord spoke to Manasseh and to his people, but they did not listen. Therefore the Lord brought on them the captains of the army of the king of Assyria, who took Manasseh in chains, bound him with fetters, and carried him to Babel. When he was in distress, he begged the Lord his God, and humbled himself greatly before the God of his fathers. He prayed to him, and he was entreated by him, and heard his supplication, and brought him again to Jerusalem into his kingdom. Then Manasseh knew that the Lord was God. Now after this he built an outer wall to the city of David, on the west side of Gihon, in the valley, even to the entrance at the fish gate. He encircled Ophel with it and raised it up to a very great height, and he put valiant captains in all the fortified cities of Yehuda. He took away the foreign gods and the idol out of the house of the Lord and all the altars that he had built in the mountain of the house of the Lord and in Jerusalem and cast them out of the city. He built up the altar of the Lord and offered sacrifices of peace offerings and thank offerings on it and commanded Yehuda to serve the Lord, the God of Israel. Nevertheless, the people st sacrificed still in the high places, but only to the Lord their God. Now the rest of the acts of Manasseh and his prayer to his God, and the words of the seers who spoke to him in the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. Behold, they are written among the acts of the kings of Israel. His prayer also, 
and how God was entreated of him, and all his sin and his trespass, and the places in which he built high places, and set up the Asherah poles and the engraved images, before he humbled himself. Behold, they are written in the history of Hosai. So Manasseh slept with his fathers, and they buried him in his own house, and Ammon, his son, reigned in his place. Ammon was twenty-two years old when he began to reign, and he reigned two years in Yerushalayim. And he did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord, as did Manasseh his father. And Ammon sacrificed to all the engraved images which Manasseh his father had made, and served them. And he did not humble himself before the Lord, as Manasseh his father had humbled himself. But this same Ammon trespassed more and more. Then his servants conspired against him, and put him to death in his own house. But the people of the land killed all those who had conspired against King Ammon, and the people of the land made Josiah his son king in his place. That was Second Chronicles, or Divrei Hayamim Bet, chapter 33. Now we have arrived at our last portion of scriptures from the Apostolic Writings. We will read today the book of Revelation, chapter 18, verse 14 through 24. The fruits which your soul lusted after have been lost to you, and all things that were dainty and sumptuous have perished from you, and you will find them no more at all. The merchants of these things, who were made rich by her, will stand far away for the fear of her torment, weeping and mourning and saying, Woe, woe, the great city, she who was dressed in fine linen, purple and scarlet, and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, for in an hour such great riches are made desolate. And every shipmaster and every one who sails anywhere, and mariners, and as many as gained their living by sea, stood far away, and cried out as they looked at the smoke of her burning, saying, What is like the great city? They cast dust on their heads and were crying out, weeping and mourning, saying, Woe, woe, the great city! In her all who had ships at sea became rich by her wealth. Rejoice over her, O heaven, and you holy ones and emissaries and prophets, for God has judged your judgment on her. Then a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and cast it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence the great city of Babel will be thrown down and never be found again. The voice of harpists and musicians, of players and trumpeters, will be heard no more in all of you, and no craftsman of any craft will be found in you any more, and the sound of a mill will be heard no more at all in you. The light of a lamp will shine no more at all in you, and the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride will be heard no more at all in you. For your merchants were the princes of the earth, 
for with your sorcery all the nations were deceived, and in her was found the blood of prophets and of holy ones, and of all who have been slain on the earth. That was Revelation 18, 14 through 24. And that concludes our reading of scripture on this Monday, the third day of Sukkot, and the, Feb- the celebration of the Feast of Tabernacles. This has been Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I wish you a blessed feast. The only requirement really that the scripture has about this time of Sukkot is that we're required to rejoice and be happy. So have a blessed, happy Hag Sameach from Israel. Until next time.